Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to He's taken another one, and another, and Howard Foster has stopped it! Wow! That is going to be controversial! That's a crunching right hand, and that must finish it! It must finish it! Taylor trying to catch himself, using his jab, eats a right hand, another right hand! Good afternoon, everybody. It's Kojo, your host from Raps on TV. We're here on a Saturday afternoon, uh, purely because our schedule had to change for a guest that I feel is more than warranted. Um, But we're here and we're back and we just want to say thank you to all the guys that listened to last week's show. All the love, all the downloads, all the subscribes, all of that, all of that. So I'm here with my team as usual. Gary, over to you. Nice to be here, mate. Nice to be here on a special Saturday broadcast of the show. Um, We've got a special guest we're buzzing. Um, some good fights have happened last week. Good fights coming up, including our special guest. So, and now tell them a bit more. What's going on? Thank you very much again, for guys, for dialing in. As Kodjo said, thank you to all our UK fans. We've got a lot of uh, listeners in from the US as well. Thank you, guys. The guest for today's show, back from his start, Spartan training camp via London Fashion Week and Soccer AM, we have David Hay with a 90-plus KO ratio. Who's due to fight Liverpool's Tony Bomabellu next week at the O2 and also on Sky pay per view? I will say that, and just to not to correct him, but I think anybody that is interested in boxing knows that this is a big fight. I mean, I'm personally looking forward to that, so definitely looking forward to have David on our show today. So, guys, um, just a run through of the topics we're going to discuss today. So, you probably would have heard about the news, or most of you would have heard about the news. Uh, Pacquiao has said that his team are announcing have uh, start talks with Khan. So hopefully we're going to get a big fight um, at that division this year. Um, myself and Anam visited some good UK uh, promoters shows last week. Uh, Mickey Helliot's show, Hellraiser down at the York Hall. We obviously had the Broner versus Granados fight. Um, we're also going to talk about the card this evening featuring Mickey, M- Gavin McDonald and uh, Vargas. And of course we've got Wilder and Washington, which is also on later on for tonight. So I guess the best place to start really is um, last weekend's fights. Guys, what did you think about that fight? Um, pretty much, pretty much is what it is with Broner now. I just think that he's gonna have an underwhelming career. You know, I really do think yeah. so. But having said that, he's a free weight world champion, so it's not too underwhelming. In his eyes, in his camp's eyes, they still think he's a special, special fighter. As a world away, he's not a special, special world away now. I mean, he's know? not exactly going to be a Hall of Famer anytime no, soon, has he? he? Hasn't no. done anything to move that. He's a four weight world champ, no? Hmm? I think he's a four weight. I, I did think it was three, but. Who knows? But Is I think it four? He's, yeah, I, think, I think it was. I thought it was no? three. No, junior lightweight, lightweight, yeah. light world title. Yeah, he went world well, 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 no, well, well, three way. One four seven was always the place that he yeah, struggled. So. He's, you know, and. Um, you know, it is what it is. I mean, last week was a good fight. Don't get yeah. me wrong. If you walked in and you and you um, had the volume down and you didn't know it was Adrian Broner, you're just looking at these two guys fighting. It was a really, really good fight. Probably a dog fight. Yeah, it was a good dog fight. Yeah. And um, there, there were rounds when he just won. Um, there's still lots of classiness in his shows. I mean, in his punches, his punch delivery. But there's just not enough of it. I was hoping you would say There's that. not enough of consistency in it. Um, and if you're looking at the elite of the welterweights, they would not have been scared of that. Yeah. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah, just to you follow know? on from that, I mean, he's, he's completely lacking discipline again. He mm. missed weight on two occasions. You know, it was a tough fight. 
you know, so against someone you can't really consider to be amongst the elite. You know, what what weight is he fine at now? Is he still at 140? Is he fine at 147? I think we're going to get another Canelo situation and yeah. just create a division for him because yeah. 147, you're right. Mm. What is he going to do? What's he going to do at 140? He ain't fighting Terence Crawford, is he? Yeah, you know, yeah. so where well, does he go from here? Well, the thing. If you're going to start spouting off about how great you are and it's all about the billions, then you've got to be fighting yeah, the Terence exactly. Crawford exactly. of this world. Yeah. Do you know? Um, I would watch, uh, to be honest, I think that's, I'm not going to say it's a it's good a fight, fight, but I think it's a good fight to it's make. It's a really yeah, good you, fight you know. because I think if he took that, he certainly, I really do believe he would, if, if he comes in at 140 or under, you know he's worked hard. Yes, yeah. You know, you would have known that he would have applied himself in camp. Um, he realises the risk, you know, Crawford's class. Yeah, you know? and the good thing about that, in my opinion, is that if they were, to, if that was to be the next fight between the two of them, mm-hmm. Bonin would be the biggest name on Crawford's CV. That's Who right. Who thought that's bigger than him? That's Although right. we always disrespect his discipline, yeah. actually, from a status perspective, who's who's bigger than Bonin only, on his CV? Only Gamboa comes close. Comes close. Only and Gamboa, Gamboa was fighting in, in, yeah. in Saint-Denis not too long ago. So. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, yeah, so I yeah. mean, so in terms of what next for him, really, I mean... What do you think? Where would you like to see Bronin next in him? Well, I think I think 147 pounds is just a no-go area for him. I think the guy's going to be too big, too strong for him, so he has to go back to 140 pounds. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Ricky Burns is fighting to unify mm-hmm. the 140 pound belts. You know, mm-hmm. that's I mean, I know you know that's that's a potentially good fight for him. Yeah. You know, if this comes into the UK, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of, you know, I think you comprehensively beat Ricky Burns to be honest, but mm. I think there's going to be a lot. But of a Bronin fight there. in Scotland would be a good event. It could oh, be a good 100%. event, yeah. It'd be a great event. It'll be no, hundred percent. Mm. And I mean, in terms of, I don't know, another fight that was on the undercard, Lamont Peterson. I don't know if you guys yeah, watched that. Yeah, Lamont. He eclipsed guys... the version of the world title. Yeah, um, Lamont Peterson is, is is the same. You know, I mean, although he 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 fought and you know, having watched it time and time again, that he, he you know he, he narrowly beat Garcia in my eyes. Yeah, okay. um, He he is a player in the division, but he's he's another one of those guys. He's very much like Broner, but he's a more of a less grandiose sort of guy of Vrona in the sense that they've got the ability whereas mm. Lamont has maximised his ability yeah. but now he's going to have to maximise it even further because he's not going to hurt yeah. any of the big world weights he's going to have to rely on purely boxing acumen yeah. to get a 12 round decision over any of these heavy yeah. punching guys and I agree with you there Gary and I think you know if I look at Peterson where does he stand in the mm. division I mean of course he's regular so now he's in line to face the win of Thurman's belt for the yeah. WBA um, but I think Peterson Peterson for me is one of those guys that he's not the top champion. He's mm. not necessarily world class, but he's for the top guys. He could cause you a problem. Yeah, he's not he a does, guy you just want to face. So many from things, a tune up, yeah. yeah that from a technical right, perspective, you know, he does so many things so right. He is the sort of fighter mm. that kids should be watching. Yeah, because his lateral movement is wonderful. So mm-hmm. he's not one pace. He's not just going to stand in front of you and let you dictate to him. His lateral movement's very good. His punch quality is very good. His body punching is very good. His defense is very good. Everything's yes. very good. He just hasn't got that it factor. Yeah. That's all he. That's all yeah, he lacks. He likes, I mean, he's, like, got he's got the it factor. He's I got mean, the shorts. A couple of points as yeah, well. Yeah, you know, everyone, I mean, everyone's <laughs> got the shorts. Susie Wong gives all. No, I mean, I mean, if you know this, this, the type shorts. of shorts that he was wearing, it was just. Mm. I don't know if you remember that it was like literally football 70s footballer shorts yeah, that was yeah, where, which yeah. I thought was funny but sorry yeah. Nam you were saying yeah I mean like uh, just got a, cu- a couple of points I mean I thought he actually won the Garcia fight quite easily mm. to be honest I mean yeah. if you just literally break it down you know like they say he didn't do enough but neither mm. did Danny Garcia mm-hmm. you know and f- f- you know the f- I-, I easily give six six of the rounds to, mm. to Peterson in that fight mm. 
And another thing as well, I mean, he, he did have the issue with the drugs as well, you know, when he was yeah, fighting after the yeah, rematch, you know, yeah. people do that, you know, I think a lot of, lot of people remember that as well, you know, it's for mm. him to get credibility back, you know. Yeah, no, no, I agree with you. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, for what he's, he, I mean, like I said, the interesting for me, or I say is a resolution because I'm I'm not a fan of this whole regular super champion yeah, thing. And yeah. I think the quicker we can do away with that, the better. Mm-hmm. So I think by having him face the winner of Thurman Garcia, yeah. I think it's I a perfect... Hope, I hope we get rid of it, but I don't, I think he's here to stay now. Yeah. What, what will happen is that, you know, for want of a... Better word, and, and, and all due respect, the the, the, the new up and coming next gen world weights like Bradley Ski mm-hmm. and those guys, they'll fight for a regular title. You know, they'll fight for interim titles and hold on to them until they're in, the, in, in until they get a chance to get an invite to the big show. Now you know you normally only get a invite to a big show yeah. if you're a worthy adversary, re something that's sellable on on a pay per view, or is that or is that champion so big in his own right? That he can just say, well, I want to defend with all due respect against a Bradley Ski, against somebody, um, an Avesian, a Venetian, and say, right, you're the opponent, but I'm the draw, so it's going to be a pay-per-view thing, you know. Um, but that's, but I, I think that the, the sanctioning, the sanctioning bodies want, they don't want to give up that sanction, they give up those sanctioning fees. Yeah, I'm and not that's gonna... what it's about. Those, those, those titles were created. They weren't designed to create to help the boxers they were designed the money, to help the sanctioning bodies that's the rules of it yeah and the thing is like you know Mike Tyson you know he'd done a documentary a while back and mm. uh, ultimately I think what he was saying is without multiple belts the boxing industry can't sustain itself mm. financially yeah. Yeah. you can't you know like yeah. how many major title fights would you have like if you mm. just got just got the one belt per division mm. well it's it's sad the way it's sad the way that boxing's gone because you know, in the old days, you didn't need to fight for a title. You would just have a good, solid 10-rounder against another solid 10-round opponent, you know? And um, unfortunately, in this era now, um, you know, I mean, I love the production that Sky gives us, but the problem with Sky, the production that they give us is just that every main event has to involve a title. Yeah. Why can't every main event, every now and again... 10 rounds yeah. just have a 10 rounder yeah. you know yeah. against a good fighter yeah. why can't we just have that yeah, yeah. so and, just uh, uh, following on from that we uh, we had the Heliot show last weekend at Call. Mm. Um you know myself and Kojo frequently go to the yeah. small hall fights at Call. absolutely love the buzz uh, we watched someone called a senior Byfield fight John Brennan yeah it was a great fight it was like modern day Hagler-Hearns you know back and forth back and forth mm-hmm. um, a lot of people said there was a premature stoppage I didn't think that was the case I thought uh, Byfield hurt him in the round before and also hurt him at the right time and, and, and referee was quite right to stop that and fight and what round was it stopped in? Uh, I think it was round four round okay. four if it was stopped yeah mm. uh, we also had uh, Kian Tech Thomas versus Ryan Hardy um, I was very, very impressed with Cantek uh, uh, Thomas. You know, completely, completely outboxed this guy, um, broke him down over uh, multiple rounds, and eventually stopped him. Mm. Okay, and uh, also tonight we've got the the Gabby McDonald. Yeah, Gary I'm really Vargas. looking forward to that fight. What's your thoughts on that fight, Gary? It's a tough fight. I've been saying this before that if he beats him, yeah, okay. if he beats him, it will be um, if if it's a really tough fight going in for McDonald Gavin. If he beats this guy, he will be the man. He will have beaten one of the men in the division because we've got um, this guy Vargas is he's on the up and up. He's long limbed. He's dangerous. He whacks. He'll give Gavin um, a lot of 
problems that Gavin probably hasn't faced before. No, I know he hasn't faced before. So, but you know, it's Vargas. Well, what kind of problems? He's do got. You think? He's got to be tight at the weight. He's a big, big. He's a big, tall big guy. superman. Tall big, guy, big, big, tall guy, tall and rangy. Does whack great punch range. He's got. Um, he whacks for for a tall guy. He whacks well to the body. Trade by Nacho Berenstein as well. Nacho Berenstein. You yeah. know, Nacho don't travel anywhere unless he really believes his fight yeah. is going to win a fight. Yeah. And that's why they're here. They truly believe they're going to win. Yeah. And obviously, Gavin's got his home support. But as I've said. Tough, tough fight well, going in. And what a great story for Gavin McDonald as yeah. well. Though. You know, I yeah. mean, I, I remember like it was like a few years ago where, you know, Jamie was fighting on all these Sky shows, and uh, you know, Gavin was saying, you know, I want, I want to basically emulate my brother. You know, and uh, he's, he's done really, really well. Mm-hmm. He's won the British, British, uh, won the British title, won the European title, won multiple international titles, and now here he is fighting for the world title and hoping to emulate his brother and come out of his, uh, come, come out of his shadow. It's just a great fight. It really is. It really is a great fight going in. Um, and it, you, you're right. Coming out of his brother's shadow, that would be amazing. You know, if he if he can do it. I mean, it's a what what a fight to have to try and come out of his brother's shadow because it's such a tough one yeah. going in. What do you think of the card? We got uh, Tommy Cole as well fighting mm-hmm. tonight against our London-based Rakim Noble. Yeah, Rakim's got nothing to. He's got nothing to lose yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. Um, Got lots of ability. What's going on with the door clanking today? <laughs> um, got lots of ab- ability, Rakim. Um, um, when I say lots of ability, I'd say punching ability. Punching ability is going to be the only thing yeah. I think that keeps him in this fight, RE, yeah. because he can't box with Tommy. Tommy, mm. Tommy's not a bad boxer. Yeah. You know, he's not top grade. He's not top level. He's not elite level. We found that out when he fought Luke Campbell. But um, nevertheless. Um, he is a bit vulnerable around the whiskers. Mm. He has been a bit vulnerable around the whiskers. Yeah. And so we've got to see what happens where if if Rakim not um, hits him on the chin. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, uh, it was what I'm following up on the point I was making before, like, you know, we tend to go to a lot of small hall fights, you know, mm. and Rakim is a small, small hall fighter, yeah. really. Yeah. I mean, this could be the first time he's fighting on such a big show. He's managed Mark Goodwin. Mm. He's a London guy as well. I think trains at Miguel's, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so, I mean, we always feel quite affiliated with those kind of guys, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, small fighters and like... They're, just, they're, they're, what the ge- they're, they're what the game... Needs, you know. I mean, mm. not every not every fight is gonna be a um, not every fight is gonna be um, a matchroom worthy fighter yeah. or a or a, or a you know a Frank Warren worthy yeah. fighter in all that respect. And you know, and don't get me wrong, Frank's Frank with the the signing with the recent signing of Dubois mm. and Nicola Adams, he's he's building himself. He's you know that man just can't go away. He's just yeah. always gonna be here to stay. But it's, it's a great story as well mm. with Raheem Noble. You know, I mean, so if he can pull this off, yeah. God, he's right in there, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, like, um, uh, you know, took this fight at very, very short notice. Mm. He was at training in Thailand. You know, I was listening to um, uh, the Toe to Toe podcast, mm. you know, when they, when, they, when they interviewed him. And uh, I'd say he's like, you know, he comes across as a highly intelligent guy as well. Mm. You know, he's a, he's a law graduate. Um, wow. And I just want to wish the guy best of luck as well. You know, yeah. he's been training out in Thailand as well. You know, training with uh, one of uh, Pacquiao's ex-opponents, uh, apparently. Okay. And... Um, yeah, I mean, like what he was saying, he was saying he wants to go toe to toe with Tommy Cole, which I think is the wrong game plan, really, because that's really you know, playing into Tommy's Tommy's uh, strengths. Do you not think? No, no, no. Right? I fully agree because I don't think Rakim can outbox Tommy. Okay. I really don't think. I think if he stands at range, he'll get battered from the outside. Really? I think you know he's got to go toe to toe and chances? T- and test Tommy's chin. What are his chances, to. Gary? You know, what are his chances? Yeah. Well, so I'd go 65%, 70% Tommy, 
to win this really? fight. So you yeah. make him the favourite. Yeah? yeah, yeah, I make him the favourite. Yeah. I make okay. him the favourite. I have to say, and just to just to add on to that, guys. So with Rakim, I actually met him uh, during the week. So mm-hmm. I think he's got a great story. Um, he's working full time. Mm-hmm. He's working on the on the lines, train lines. Was a student. He's gone to uni, law degree. Wow. Nice professional boxer. So for me, I think wow. he's a really nice, humble guy. What a guy. story! If he can pull this off, precisely. We'll so have I to think get him in. we should yeah. have got him in beforehand. Well, That's to what be a, fair. What I think story. the real issue with that was it was a case of not being able to um, announce the fight mm-hmm. um, until Matchroom wanted it to be announced, which was on yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. So he's been kind of saying, I'm, "I've got a big fight, big opportunity." Didn't yeah. know what was going to happen. Um, but for me, when I saw him, spoke to him for about a good 10, 15 minutes. Really nice, humble guy. He's more than um, more than happy to come on. Um, He's more than happy to come onto the show. So yeah, yeah, wicked. That'd be good to have him. So guys, bear with us. We're trying to get through to the Hay team, um, and as soon as we're through to them, uh, you guys will have the opportunity to call in and and ask any kind of questions that you want. Um, we've got Wilder and Washington on today as well. Yeah, uh, Gary. Well, you know, what do you think about Wilder and his opponents? You know, and AJ uh, criticizing him, saying, "Look, he needs to step up his game." I mean, he does need to step up his game, but he's had a while out. He's had a while out, and it's yeah, just what, like, really. It's just his really first injury, man. Come yeah, on, yeah, but it's no, been a while been out. Like two years or something. Yeah, I mean? no, no, no. But he's had a while out. You wouldn't come back straight after an injury and come straight back into the problem. As I've said, mate, how many elite fighters are there? But the other thing as well, though, Gary. Right? Like, I mean, from the vast majority of his opponents, take yeah. out Stevern, I mm. don't think a lot of them are even top twenty. They're ranked. Like, They're who, ranked. Who like who? Jared Washington is ranked. He's ranked. Yeah. He's, if you look at any of the world bodies, he's ranked. Okay, take 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 Washington out of it because yeah. he said he's coming back from injury and he's an yeah. easy fight. I mean, mm-hmm. who, who, who else should he be fighting? We know who he should be fighting, but those fights... Well, one's in, in um, drug rehabilitation, Tyson Fury. The other one can't stop taking drugs, Povetkin. David Hay, that fight could happen somewhere down the line. We want that to happen. I mean... Um, David has already said that he'd like to fight the winner of Joshua and Klitschko, so that sort of hurts. He's that sort of not not tarnishes it, but that sort of takes him out of the picture of fighting Wilder. Well, well, guys, as well, he could fight someone like Pulev as well. You know, Definitely. that that would be the t- tough fight for him. Yeah, you know? yeah. But you've said that. But what I've just said to you, he's coming off an injury. Why, as if you've got a commodity that could feature in a potential hundred million fight as down the road. Why would you go straight into a tough fight like that? I'll, I'll tell you why, right, Gary, right? Listen, um, have you ever seen AJ sell his own tickets? Not at all. Right. Well, not for a long time. Right. right. Have you ever seen AJ do anything like go to my website to buy tickets? Obviously not. Right. How quickly do his tickets sell? Minutes. Very Very minutes. Quickly. Yeah. You look at, right, Deontay Wilder's website and po- Facebook post that he's putting up and he's still saying, go and buy the tickets from... <laughs> mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And but that's, 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 not, that's not Wilder's fault. That's yeah. not Wilder's fault. That's that's a whole American fight fan thing's fault. And it's bigger than just him even, become, even being labelled as American yeah. and the kind of support he gets. I have to say, I don't think that this, I've got anything wrong with this fight. I think mm. it's a right tune-up. He yeah. went out to he went out to Russia to fight Povetkin. Yeah, he failed the drug test. Mm. He got injured. Good point. So now he's fighting Washington. Who, whether we want to give him the right credibility, yes, he's a late bloomer. Mm. He's aged, but actually he's strong and he's a quite fast and solid. And he's so... not a bad mover. <laughs> he's not a bad mover. I mean, his his lateral movement for a big chap 
is yeah. not bad. He's not bad. He's not bad. He's like, but I must say that when he starts setting to deliver his shots, then he becomes a bit more predictable. So for me, this is a good fight for I Wilder. I think it's a good fight. I mean, when I when they first mentioned it, obviously I was a little bit disappointed. But then I watched Washington and I thought, you know what? He's not bad. He's going to come and try it. He's a big lump. He moves really well. Let's face facts. Deontay does many things well, but he's not a defensive genius. It's not like this guy can't maybe land one on his chin. So we'll have to see what happens, you know? Hi. So, guy, everybody, um, just to do a bit of intro, we we now have the man of the hour that I've been waiting for, um, the man that's going to be bringing a great show back to the UK shores, Mr. David Hay from Haymaker. Hello, David. How are you? I'm fantastic, my friend. All was well. Feeling We're... healthy, feeling strong. Looking to do some damage. Uh, <laughs> that's what we like to hear. We, well, we appreciate you taking the time out. I know you've got a busy schedule and we, we brought you back to the UK and there's not much sunshine as well. So, Eddie... I'm it sorry. definitely isn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, uh, so, David, just... Um, I know you've had a busy day today. So, just wanted to kind of get into some of the questions we want to ask you for our listeners. Um, I guess the first thing really is, you know, this is a big event. People are starting to get excited. Um you yourself, you're a great self-promoter, and I think the fight is being promoted well. Yeah. Directly asking you, the beef with Eddie Hearn, is this genuine or is this added, is this created to add more spice to the drama of this fight? It's not really created. It's uh, I, I, don't really, I don't really think there is a beef as such. You know, I've been out of the game for a while. Obviously, everyone knows uh, it's well documented by uh, the shoulder surgery I had. I was out of the game for three and a half years. Um, and, you know, as far as I was concerned, I left the game you know, in, in a good state. You know, I had the big, you know, super fight with Vladimir Klitschko. Obviously, I didn't go my way. A year later, I fought Derek Chisora in, you know, in a huge, massive grudge match. And since that point, I wasn't I wasn't physically able to get back in the ring. And uh, in that time out, you know, um, uh, Eddie Hearn has really come come to the forefront as the top promoter. And, um, you know, obviously one of the biggest uh, sort of uh, boxing personalities, even though he's not a p- boxer himself. You know, he's probably got more airtime and more interviews than any any <laughs> fight of com- combined. And you know, I'm watching it from afar, thinking, you know, surely it's more about the fighters than it is the promoter. Um, but you know, he loves to get his face out. So I just wanted to, I just wanted to call him out on that. No one seems to <laughs> call him out. You know, and, and it, it takes someone who's been around the game for a while to say that. There's nothing he can do that to influence my career mm. in the in, in the negative. You know, I you know I speak to the top guys at Sky Sports. Uh, directly and you know i don't have to go through him and um i think that's uh, it's a new situation for him but you know credit to him in in the lead up to this fight you know haymaker rings and matrim have actually really come together and integrated in this co-promotion and i definitely believe this is going to do fantastic numbers i think we showed the world how big the fight was is that the, the ticket sold out in uh, 40 seconds you know record record breaking um uh, gate you know, the, 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 the highest grossing fight ever at the O2 Arena, including all the world championship fights. You know, UFC, you know, it's the biggest fight they've ever, they've ever um, staged at the event. And it's a non-title fight. Mm, this is just yeah. me beating up some cruiserweight. That's basically what it is. <laughs> and um, I think that shows, shows, shows the world of boxing that, you know, I'm back. You know, there's a, there's a few people who, who, who may not have been too impressed with my, um, can we just wait? Not too impressed with my, my two comeback fights. 
One was against a guy um, who hadn't lost in ten years. Another guy um, had a, was had a twenty nine and zero unbeaten record. Good, 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 good opponents on paper. Yeah. But in reality, obviously, I was at a level above them. So David, uh... it, was, it was on free to air. It was on free to air television. So every, what I wanted to do was give the give the the public something free. All my fights prior to that have been a, a subscription based or pay. I wanted to give them good. give them something for free, and they all got to see. A spectacular knockout. They're going to get another spectacular knockout. <laughs> so, David, uh, what, 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 why did you take this fight? I mean, it's, it, it, you know, contrary to what a lot of people are saying, it's, uh, it's, you know, David is actually a cruiserweight. You know, we all know you're a genuine heavyweight. Why would you take a fight with a cruiserweight? Because it made the most amount of sense at the time. You know, the uh, the fight that I really want is, everybody knows, there's no secret, is Anthony Joshua. I believe, you know, his style is his tailor-made for me. Um, but obviously he's got he's got bigger fish to fry at the moment. He's fighting Vladimir Klitschko, so no, I know we're all wishing him luck. I'm wishing him luck because I believe once he wins that fight, myself and Anthony Joshua is the biggest uh, heavyweight fight on the planet, and um, it's a fight that everybody's uh, already excited for. So, um, but Tony Belly, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a marking time fight that gets people excited. He's a current world champion at cruiserweight. You know, he wants to dip his toe in heavyweight field. He doesn't believe there's that much size difference between the two, as I used to be a cruiserweight myself. But you got to remember, that was many, many moons ago. You know, it hasn't been since 2008 that, was, uh, that I was uh, a cruiserweight. You know, it's mm-hmm. nine years. It's a long, it's a long time. Man. I've t- you know, I haven't put on that much weight. Mm-hmm. You know, but the, the weight I have put on over those nine years is good, lean, solid muscle. And not only am I bigger, I'm conditioned and used to fighting a lot bigger guys. If you look at the guys yeah. that uh, Tony Belly used for, the, the, the one time he has been stopped was against um, Stevenson, who was yeah. a big punch himself, mm-hmm. but at 175 pounds. Okay, Dave. I'm 225 pounds. That's 50 pounds difference. <laughs> 50 pounds of lean, explosive muscle. All right, like, Haymaker, let me talk. Let me talk. Haymaker, let me talk. Haymakers are, are being delivered. <laughs> Gary, is Gary here, mate? I hope What's you going well. on, Gary, mate? You all right? <laughs> it's really good. Really good to hear you again, Dave. Listen, Thanks, let's go on to the training and the criticism, which obviously yeah. it's been talked about all over social media. The yeah. fact that Tony's been wellying away in the hills of Merseyside or Sheffield or wherever Dave Caldwell trains him. Wherever and the dump, fact that Dumpy's in. Fucking hell. My God. Let me get a question out. <laughs> and uh, the fact that you've been training in Miami. Now, I know for a fact that we, uh, when we went back in the day, me, you and Adam and all the team, we used to love going out to Clearwater or wherever out in yeah. Florida. We loved it. So I, yeah. I for one, know... And I'm not going to say, I want you to explain to everybody mm-hmm. what your training camp involves so they can get my a clear idea. My, idea my, my training it. camp involves exactly the same thing as what probably Tony Belly is doing. But instead of going back to a dingy, dingy three-star hotel, I go back to a £35 million yacht and chill. That's the difference. You know, I, it's all about the downtime. It's all about what I do between the hard sessions. I go down to Fifth Street Boxing Gym where you've got great fight. We've got great fighters in there, world champions in there. So I go to a great boxing gym and but after I finish training, I don't need to sit down watching Rocky movies. You know, I can jump on the jet skis. I can have a laugh. I can go down to the beach. I can go for a swim. You know, I can drive around, have a laugh. That's what I've, I really try to incorporate happiness and fun. David, is that, is, that, is, is that you basically showing him that you're not broke and far from it? What do you mean? You don't like you said in the press conference. You're broke, you know. My point how is, many how many million? How many million? How many millions does one need 
to be broken his eyes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, exactly. what? what, what? <laughs> yeah. So, Listen, so David. Even if, even if, hypothetically, even if I was, I was completely bankrupt right now, on the 4th of March, I ain't going to be. So yeah. it doesn't really matter, does it? No. So David, just to, it's, a, it's Kojo here again. Um, so obviously you've been quite clear even on this show and, pre, and other shows that you, this is yeah. going to be a destructive beating of Tony Bellew, that you're absolutely yeah. going to pulverise him. Um, yes, it's not the first time you've been quite brutal and ruthless about your opponent. So are you? what do you think of Bellew's response trying to appeal to your softer side? He doesn't seem to have maybe taken the bait. He seems very mellow and soft about it. What, what do you take of that? That's, that's because he knows the D-Day is coming. That's why he knows. He said, I spent Christmas with my family. You was out there, remind me. Yeah, if I knew it may be my last Christmas, I probably would have stayed at home with my family. But I know I've got many, many more Christmases to come. That's the difference. <laughs> That's a big difference. And in terms of, again, you know, Gary highlighted on the spot, uh, the, the training, um, what types of opponents have you been sparring with? You know, heavyweights, cruiserweights, any potential names spar- you could spar- drop us? I've been, I've, been spar- I've been sparring with a, a lot of heavy. I don't want to say any names, so I don't want to scare Tony Bailey. I want him actually yeah. to get in the ring. Yeah, okay. you know, but believe me, I've been sparring guys a lot bigger, a lot faster, a lot stronger than he is. So I haven't actually been training to fight Tony Bailey, to be brutally honest. I've been training to fight a good, strong, a six foot five, you know, 240-pound heavyweight. That's who I've been trained to fight, who's mm-hmm. a lot faster than Tony Bellew. Because if I train to fight Tony Bellew, as I said, I just go down the pub and get a pint. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, so oh. I don't need to train for Tony Bellew. So I'm David, training for a tough... David, David. We like that. We like to hear that. So, David, um, as uh, your team, Nicole and Rosie, would have said, one of the unique points of our show is we get the fans to interact so we've had a couple of callers yeah. on the line now. So I'm just opening the nine up to 269. I believe it's Jason. Uh, 269... 269, the floor is yours. Quick, so, Jason, you could very direct question or statement for Mr. Hay. Hi, David Hay. Um, you know, good luck for next week, although I don't think you need it. Thank you. But, uh, what, 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 round, um, what round will it be when you make Tony Belly put some respect on your name? <laughs> well done, Jason. Um, I, I, as soon as I land flush with my right hand, he's going he's gonna, to, if he's lucky enough to still be conscious whatever his game plan may have been or may be it will rapidly change every single person i train to fight has the same game plan is keep your hands nice and tight push me on my back foot keep the pressure on me get me into the second half of the fight and then start working my body slow everyone's tried it and every single person who's done that since carl thompson since 2004 the one fight that i got stopped in Mm -hmm. since that point Every single person who's brought it to me has lost. Yeah. Every and not only lost, they've all got knocked out. Yeah, yeah. The only person to have any success was Vladimir Klitschko, who did the complete opposite. Then come at me. He just jabbed at me and grabbed me. Jabbed, yeah. kept it long, and held me. He's the only person to beat me since that point. So yeah. I'm hoping that him and his him and his little rat trainer are practicing to tuck up nice and tight. I can't believe that. I've heard. I hope. I bet. I'm, sure, I, I'm hoping it's just a rumor. I've heard they actually employed. Derek Chisora. That is very true. <laughs> that is true. I thought it was just one of those mad red herring, like a laugh. Like, oh, this Tony's got Tony. I could, if, I, if you could ask me to pick the worst sparring partner to fight me, it would be exactly Derek Chisora. exactly what I said. Yeah, it's, that was the question like, I was going to ask. I heard that rumour and I said, zero, how dare they think movement. that Chisora could end Zero goes. head movement, slow hands, easy to hit. Yeah. He'd be definitely out of shape right about now. He ain't yeah. got a fight. He's, not, he's barely in shape when it comes to fight night, let alone <laughs> when he's not got a fight night. So I'm, I'm thinking, I hope he's not getting any confidence from a Chisora. And also... 
Hello, David. He, I remember, I remember, I did, it cut out yeah, a little yeah, bit then. Yeah, oh, we heard oh, you. Oh, Sorry, it just cut yeah. out. You're saying also. Yeah, I, I, I also I heard I heard a I heard a quote from Tony Bailey saying he would never fight Derek Chisora because Derek Chisora was too yeah. big. Yeah, and yeah, he's he a real, he's too tough. I'm like, is did he miss the moment when I knocked him out in five <laughs> rounds? Did he did he skip that? <laughs> because if he thinks he thinks Derek Chisora is too tough, what the hell am I then? I tell you, him in five rounds. So, David, we've got another caller, and um, we've got a few callers, actually, but we're going to try and yeah. restrict them. Um, so, we're going out to 694, 694, okay. oh. the floor, and question is yours. Hello? Hello? Yes. Hello, Michelangelo Sarah. Oh, wrong okay. number. So, 898. <laughs> Michelangelo Sarah? That's Michael and Michael. Oh, it's Michael. Yeah, oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Michael. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Go you were speaking too fast. How are you, David? How are you doing? Yep, so Michael, brief, direct question, I'm please. fantastic. Everything's great. How are you, David? How are you doing? Yeah, just quickly. Uh, well, I remember um, last time I saw you at York or Beth McGuin, I had Lenny Lee with me, God rest his soul. You know, he's passed away now. I don't know if you remember yeah. him. Uh, yeah, you know, you win this fight against um, Tony Ballou, which is pretty much, I mean, it, to me, it's done and dusted, you know. Uh, you have to just turn up and, and you know, you'll win. Um, you know, you'll get the winner of Joshua Klitschko. If you win that fight against, uh, obviously the Klitschko fight's a revenge angle, if you were to win the IBF championship, would you then immediately be looking for a, a WBC championship fight against uh, Wilder in a, like a unification? Because obviously you need the big money fights, obviously. Cheers. Thanks, Michael. You're on mute. So David, you heard the question? Yeah, I, it's an, I want the biggest possible fight. So whoever is a champion, you know, Deontay Wilder's got a fight coming up with a guy called Washington. I don't know too much about him. But one thing about the heavyweight division, things change uh, every moment. You know, people are failing drug tests left, right and centre. Mm -hmm. And, you know, titles are getting from one hand to the other. You've got um, Aquendo and Briggs fighting for one. You've got Huey Fury and, and Parker. Parker fighting for another one. You've got so the, the heavyweight landscape is wide open. There's no real one dominant heavyweight. I believe the winner of Klitschko and uh, Joshua, most people would consider the number one as uh, the WBC champion. Wilder's uh, had a big uh, arm operation and hasn't really done anything since that point. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm looking at w winning that, becoming the number one, and then you know whatever the biggest possible fight is out there, for the fans is what what I want, and I'm not interested in sort of small fights. I want big fights that get get the get the public excited. Perfect. Okay, okay, Dave. You know the the first two fights you've come back. Um, obviously, everybody remarked on how much bigger you looked. And yeah. the lot in this camp, I've noticed that you've looked a lot leaner. You look, you just a look, you look a lot. And even though you said you were really happy with your weight in your first two fights, what yeah. weight are we looking at you coming in? And then how much difference will it be from those first two fights? I'll definitely be a lot lighter than I was mm. in my first two fights. You know, when you, when you look at the first two fights, it was coming off three and a half years yeah. of uh, inactivity, mm -hmm. meaning I wasn't, I hadn't had any fights. So, uh, but after a year and a half of consistent training, you know, as you, as you, as you all know, once you sort of slide into your mid thirties, mm. you're trying to pack on a few pounds around the midsection <laughs> and it takes, it takes a little longer to burn it off. But the, look, that's what I've done. I've made sure I've maintained it and, from from I, I lost a couple of but I lost three or four pounds from the first fight to the second fight and you might get something similar in this third fight back. So I'm so I'm, I'm I'm not focusing on losing weight. I'm not dieting to mm -hmm. lose weight. I'm I'm eating very. I'm eating plentifully. I'm training hard and as a, as, a, as a result, you know, my body fat's coming down. Yeah, the body's just sort of healthier, like sorting itself out. Yeah, it's sort it's of cleaned it's itself out. Yeah. Yeah, it's recalibrated. Yeah. It's recalibrated to what it should mm. should be. You mm. know, and um, I'm, I'm I'm feeling faster, stronger. 
You know, I think you're going to see the, the, the David Hay that turned up against Enzo Macronelli. Mm, I think wow. I'm as close. I'm as close to that as I've nice. as I've been ever wow. since. I, mean, I would have said even Chisora. To be honest, yeah. I felt you were impressive in Chisora. To to be fair, yeah, David. Chisora but, fight you yeah, in yeah. Shake, shake. But, uh, David, we saw clips of uh, the gloves are off, and uh, you know, Belly's got this impression they can hurt you. Do you think it can actually hurt you? I don't think so. No, I don't think he can hurt me. Um, I've I've seen his power firsthand. Um, I at cruiserweight, you know, he's a decent puncher. If you look at his knockout percentage at light heavyweight and uh, cruiserweight, is not that high. Um, if you look at mine, I've I don't mean genuine power at cruise. Yeah. Hello. Hi, David. So, Dave. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes, we heard. Yeah, yeah. Say so David, essentially, what you're saying, if Belly no. can't, Belly can't hurt you, he's got zero chance. Then, I mean, do, do, do you give him any chance at all of winning this fight? Slim and none, and Slim's <laughs> just left town. So, Slim's just and, left. And David, town. I mean, there were rumours, and maybe you can confirm. There's been the rumours that you and Belly sparred in the past. Is that true? And I guess can you expand I'm, on that at all? Yeah, I, apparently so. I've I've heard this uh, sparring rumour many, many times. I can't remember it myself. Um, obviously, maybe he hit so hard he erased my memory. <laughs> apparently, I, apparently, I, apparently, I got beat up by him and David Price in the same day. So, yeah, that's uh, that were the rumours. So that yeah, got so categorically I, didn't I happen. Any, I, haven't, I haven't seen any video footage <laughs> beating, but I'd like to see it. I'd like to see it because uh, I can't remember it. I really can't remember it. But okay, you know, Dave, we get the gloves are 13, off tomorrow. Thirteen years ago. Yeah. Okay, we get the gloves are off tomorrow. I remember in the initial interview when you gave him the lightning lick at the way in at the uh, the press conference, yeah. you gave him the lightning yeah. lift. But you did say afterwards that you saw very little fear in in his eyes which you had to commend him. Yeah. Since you've seen him at other shows, I know that there was a show when he kicked off when you looked at him after Callum Smith had knocked out um yeah. the poor fella that he sort of reacted. Um yeah. have you looked in his eyes since I haven't looked practice. at his. I think that was a lot. That was the last time I. In fact, I saw the, the gloves are off. The gloves are off. Show. I didn't really see much fear in him. He doesn't really. He's kind of one of those dumb guys who doesn't. You know. You get. I'm sure you get some people walk into the gallows and they don't look fearful. Yeah, you know, but, you know with all due respect, I'd like. To, I'd like to think Tony. You know what? You know what it is, Dave. Right in boxes, a lot of us. Um, we have to truly believe we can win a fight to win a fight. You know, mm. and we, sometimes we've got to delude ourselves to believe we can win a fight. You know, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty much sure that Nigel Ben had some big doubts going in against Gerald McClellan. You know, mm -hmm. so from that point yeah. of view, could you, could you, can, can you see Tony's point of view where he just needs to talk he, he himself has to, up? He, he has to talk himself. He has to talk himself mm. up. He, if he, if he looks at, if he, if he statistically breaks it down right, mm. and he, if he, if he does a chart for pros and cons, <laughs> is he bigger than me? No. Is he faster than me? No. What, is his punch variation as good as mine? No. Is his amateur pedigree as good as mine? No. Does he punch as hard? No. Is his defence as good as mine? No. There's no ticks on his body. Oh, he's, oh, he's probably had more activity. David, is this, a, is this a years. money grab by Bellew, would you say? Pardon? Would you say it's a money grab by Bellew? You could look at it as a money grab, but, you know, though I keep saying it, it's, it's all going to well happen a lot. It's like saying... I'm going to get 10 million quid if I can jump out of a 20-story building. Mm. Yeah. All right, so Thank with you. that in mind now, people are saying this is a mismatch. You've said he's got absolutely no chance of winning it. Normally, pay-per-view fights people are interested in, is it because that little cretin from Vegas Listen, is going to keep his unbeaten record? We're, or, we're, all, or, we're all from England, and in England, 
not many years ago, public executions were big business. You could sell that on pay-per-view. If you had pay-per-view back a few hundred years ago where they were publicly lynching people, you would break box office. People want to see a public execution. That's what they want. They want to see something horrendous. So, so David... It's the, humor, it's, the, it's, the humor, it's the English way. You know, it only stopped hanging people a few years back. Yeah, you know, I agree. We, we know it's that. Just, everyone's got that sick, twisted little bit inside them and they all want to see something brutal and... That's what I bring to the table. Perfect. So, D- David, we're going to go out to one of our uh, our listeners. I think he's one of our loyal guys, Nicholas. Uh, 081. Yeah. The floor's yours. Yes, guys. I- yes, guys. How you doing? How you doing, Nicholas? Good, we need mate. you to be direct, please. No problem. No problem. Uh, I just wanted to ask uh, David. So, uh, obviously, you know, if things go right and things go your way, which a lot of people think you will, and you get past this fight, um, mm. Which fight would you be looking to do afterwards? Who would you looking to be fighting? Uh, knowing that obviously Anthony Joshua is not really possible right now. So uh, apart from him, who would you looking to be, to be fighting? Cheers, thanks, well, Nicholas. I, I definitely, when you when you say Anthony Joshua is not possible right now, Anthony Joshua is only fighting a few weeks after me. Yeah. So um, in terms of boxing, you know, myself and Anthony Joshua would, uh, unless he gets absolutely battered and uh, in victory, um, we could both fight before the end of the year. Physically, we both could do that. Um, whether he, he'd want to do it or not remains to be seen. But I'll, I'll be available for that. If that fight doesn't happen, then we will look at the, the heavyweight la- landscape. There's a lot of heavyweight title fights happening soon. So for me to sit back and check out and see what's going on, I can then pick and choose what the biggest fights, it, biggest fights are. Because one thing I do bring to the table is uh, box office numbers and uh, in cash. And anyone who fights me is going to get their biggest payday ever. So um, it's, uh, it's, an ex- it's an exciting and, and healthy place to be. Perfect, David. We've got another caller, um, 898. 898, if you're listening, I believe that's Shem. The, f- the floor is yours, 898. Yes. Hi. Yeah, it's Shem here. How are you doing, How Shem? You doing? How are you right? Yeah, we're good. Question or statement for Mr. Hay? Uh, I've got one question for David. What I want to ask is, out of all the sort of heavyweight fighters that are on the scene at the moment, who would, who would you say is mm. the one that would sort of give you a test or who you'd actually say, do you know what, this is going to be my toughest fight here because we know, you know, Bellew, we know what's going to happen. That's that's more or less a done deal. Yeah. But who do you see at the moment as your your main sort of sort of contender? Or who do you say is going to, you know, I'd, I'd say the I'd, I'd say Thanks, the guy Jim. I'd say the guy who's on who's having the best flow is Anthony Joshua. Yeah. He hasn't put a foot wrong yet. He's uh, he looks as uh, unbeatable as any heavyweight champion currently currently stand. Um, he's got a massive following behind him. You know, 100% knockout ratio. You know, um, the, the standard opposition haven't been that great, but now he's stepping up and fighting Klitschko. So I'd say he's the guy who looks physically, aesthetically looks the best, and his record looks the best. So I think definitely he's the guy that uh, that I'd like to fight. I believe I have the, the physical tools. I believe I have the experience. Um, I have the know-how and defense and the punch power to, to, to trump everything he brings to the table. But, you know, it's one thing saying it, it's another thing doing it. You know, I'm, I'm, I just, like I'm sure you are, have uh, got the, your fingers crossed uh, in, in hopes that uh, Andy Joshua can bring that, you know, bring that, bring the additional title and uh, the scalp of Vladimir Kitschko back, back to the, back into Wembley Stadium. So um, I'd say Andy Joshua, I really, I really like him. You know, I was a fan of his, you know, when I was out of action, when it looked like I might, when I might not be able to box again. Mm-hmm. You know, I was watching him. I cheered him through the Olympics. I cheered him through all his fights. And it was only till you know I got the okay to to fight again. I'm like, okay, this this kid, this kid could end up being a contender. Next thing you know, he's the champion of the world. So it's uh, it's strange how things work. Strange okay. how quickly 
things happen in the sport. But I'd say Anthony Joshua for sure is the guy who's making the most noise, and it will be the biggest <coughs> possible fight available. Sure. So, uh, so David, uh, I mean, I think I think we'll, we'll, we'll know. I mean, everyone in boxing knows your, your ultimate aim is uh, AJ. Uh, and uh, I mean, I think a lot of people will probably say he's pro you're probably going to be one of his toughest fights, you know, you know, so, so long as you, you're the David Hay of old. Do you think yeah. Eddie Hearn will risk his golden goose against you? I, be I believe so. You know, a lot of people say he don't. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's down to Sky Box Office, Sky Sports. Um, they want the biggest possible fights. If they've got the opportunity to fight me and it's going to smash box office records, everybody gets paid. You know, again, Anthony Joshua fighting another Dominic Brazil or Eric Molina. Or Charles. No, no one, nobody gets Charles. No one's really yeah. interested. People aren't really excited. Like that. Now that he's stepped up to the elite level fighting Vladimir Klitschko, although Vladimir Klitschko hasn't lost, in, hasn't won a fight in a couple of years and lost his last fight and is 41 years of age. If you, if you put all those things to one side, he's still a big name. Yeah, so yeah. this is a big fight. It's that he mm. sold loads of tickets at, at mm. Wembley Stadium. So he's in the big time now. You can't mm. go back from Klitschko to start fighting the you know, the Can Klitschko beat him, David? Of the division. Do you think Klitschko can um, beat him? Any, any heavyweight on their day can do. I don't believe Vladimir Klitschko has what he used to have. His legs are gone. He, 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 doesn't, fire, he doesn't fire anymore. Mm. He had the opportunity against... Uh, Tyson Fury to let his hands go. He he couldn't do it. Not because he didn't want to. He physically was gun shy. He's physically he just he put his foot down on the gas and there was nothing there left. It, the, the well was dry. Maybe too many training camps. Maybe Father Time's just caught up to him. Mm. And it is, I think I think he should have hung up the gloves. But I think he wants to. If he wants to go out, he wants to go out all guns blazing. And uh, against uh, Anthony Joshua, I think maybe he believes he's, he's got a better shot than he did mm. against Tyson Fury. But only time will tell. I think it'll be an interesting fight. I think it'll be a boring fight. I think uh, Vladimir Klitschko doesn't come out and let his hands go. He's never done it, ever. Mm. And I don't mm. expect him to do it, it has now. To be a sure. It has to be a sure thing before he starts letting his exactly. hands go, doesn't he? And I don't think... Sure, is sure thing. Be, Listen, Dave, two questions. Yeah. Two questions. Love of boxing, pre-injury... Scale of one to ten. Before, before my injury, before I had the the shoulder injury, yeah. tra training specifically was very dull. Now, you've been there in many training camps mm -hmm. with me. I'm non-stop injured. You know, I was constantly mm -hmm. in the physio, constantly numbing uh, injury, injuries and masking mm -hmm. injuries, and it was very, very. It was a very. It was, it was. It was hell. It was always hell. Since I've since I've uh, since I've had my operation, um, I've really focused on. Filling, filling the gap, you know, the plate, the things that mm. I left till training camp, you know, that would go. I'd made sure I've addressed all of those. Mm. So now I'm in training camp. I'm punching more than I've ever punched before. You know, yeah, five, I mean, I five yeah. hard punching sessions a week, and I'm I'm doing so much more punching than I used to do. Yeah. And I'm learning in it, and I've got and I've got a certain punch sequences really drilled in. Shane mm. McGuigan's a big a big fan of the lots of punches, lots of crisp, hard, mm -hmm. realistic punches. And um, I can I can really feel the difference. I feel better, and now than I've ever done. I feel I can throw more punch, more power punches per round than and then at any other stage of my career. And a lot of people are assuming I'm going to be worse now mm. than I was before. No one's actually thought. How about if David's better now? No one, yeah. not one person mm. has thought. There's an how about if David's better? People always assume when you're in your mid mid thirties, you're finished. Mm. You know, remember I haven't taken any punishment. I haven't taken any mm. hard shots. I haven't had to go to the well too many times. Mm. You know, in the last five years, how many clean punches to the head have I taken? Yeah. Pretty much none. Yeah. I mean, so on that, David, time, what yeah. I will say is, I mean, one of the stats I was looking at was actually the amount of rounds that you and Tony Bellew have fought. 
and he's fought more rounds than you. But actually, if you were to exactly. look at the two careers, yeah. you've definitely got a better career than him in terms of the oh, what you've achieved. Doubt. Exactly. And I think yeah. the style as well. So you're right in terms of what you're saying in punishment, what you've done and, and how you're actually coming back potentially even more fresh with, with your yoga training, David. Mm. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I've incorporated, I've incorporated a lot sun, of different... The Spartan <laughs> yeah, training camp. Oh, shit! <laughs> so, I've incorporated a lot more healthy a healthy living between fights as well. Perfect. That's what I've noticed. That's what I've noticed is that you exactly. live, you live, even though you train and enjoy it more and it looks yeah, to the outsider looking in, yeah, that... Um, yeah. You're not working as hard. You actually enjoy being part of this fight game more. I was shocked exactly. when I spoke to you about a few months ago. You rang me out of the blue and then I said to you, oh, what are you doing? He goes, I'm, I'm on holiday, but I'm coming back a couple of days early because I want to get back in the gym. And I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah, I was literally, I was, on, I, was on, I was on a yacht. You was on a yacht, that was it. On a yacht in IB for chilling. Everything's good. Feeling nice. And I was like, oh, I've got to get back. I was like, I've got to get back to... I gotta get back to training, you know. Please, so David, we've got right, nice. we've got another caller. So we're just gonna open a line to two three zero, two three zero. I think that's our resident female, one of our resident Must females. Be Hello. Karina. No, it's not. One of them. This, no, this is this is Sonia, guys. Hi, Hello, Sonia. Darling. Sonia, how are you? Sonia, question or statement for David? Hey. No, no, it's not for him. Of course, it's for him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, David, quick question. Um, I mean, yeah. in, in the world of boxing, obviously, uh, trash talking is, is is part of it. You know, pumping the ego and everything. And and Tony yeah. has kind of trash talked you quite a lot. I mean, he even attacked your hair, man. And and then, I mean, there's no joke when someone attacks your hair. But on a serious note, uh, is the respect here? Or do you respect him? Do you think there's a line where not to cross, or he crossed all of them, or it doesn't affect you in any way? Thank you, Sonia. Listen, there's, there's, there's respect between all fighters, whether it's a Muay Thai fight, kickboxing, you know. But the one thing I, the one thing I don't like, I, I believe he doesn't respect me. And when someone does have no respect for me, I have no respect for him. So you know, I treat treat others as they treat you, and he, he's treated me with nothing but disrespect. Do you think he's jealous so, of you, David? Listen, he won a vacant WBC title yeah. off a guy who had never won a world title fight in his life. Yeah. I, on the other hand, had to go to foreign territory to fight the long-standing... Monster. ...unified cruiserweight champion of the world for the WBC. I also had to fight someone who was 21-0. Yeah, who had and beat a me style that didn't suit you. Yeah. The style didn't suit me. I had to have mm. final eliminators and whatnot mm. for, to, to, to get the opportunity. He wasn't on my... It was on a Don King-promoted event. Mm. I wasn't a Don King fighter. So I was the beast side of that fight. I shouldn't have won that fight. But I had to go into foreign territory to win it. He had it in his own football stadium. Yeah, so that was a difference. So David, last on his caller. Own promoters event on his own television network. <laughs> last caller, uh, 060, the floor is yours. Uh, quick question or statement, please. Who's who, who's this? Who's speaking? Yeah, it's a question. Yeah, um, Shane. Shane, how you doing, Shane? Quick question, please. Thank you. Good. Yes, David. First of all, big fan of yours. Um, your movement, your agility, and all of that. Your speed. For the heavier weights, it's something I like watching. I'm not the biggest fan of heavyweights when it comes to you following your career because, you know, that, that speed and it's, it's the, the athleticism you bring. I love it. Anyway, the oh, question is, um, the WBA title is vacant at the moment. Um, yes. You're at number one, WBO. Um, that was my bloody question. Spit it out, son. <laughs> Come on, mate. Come on. You can do it. You can do it. All right, all right, all right. With, um, what do you want to... What... <sighs> Poor Fury. That was my Come on, Sean. Did you say Parker or Fury? I think the question Parker is Parker or, or yeah, Huey Fury? Are you 
disrespected any, any in the winner of this at all. Cheers. Thanks, Shade. Yeah, the winner, the winner of, of Parker, I think I'm ranked behind both of those two. So the winner of that at some stage may have to fight me. Um, and, you know, I'm not sure who's going to win that fight. You know, the, it's, the two good prospects um, is it's very much the unknown. You know, we saw Joseph Parker against uh, uh, Andy Ruiz last time out, which is, a, I think, is a split decision, a close fight. Um, we haven't really seen much of uh, Huey Fury. You know, I haven't seen much of him. Um, so it's, it's two prospects, basically. It's two prospects out there. So it'll be interesting to see that fight. And if it's an exciting fight and both of them, you know, cause a lot of excitement, then it'd definitely be, definitely be a fight that I'd be interested in. I just hope it doesn't go under the radar, yeah. you know, as it technically is for the WBO title. So I hope there should be a lot of fanfare mm. surrounding it, seeing though it's a British fighter fighting for that title. I, think I haven't a... heard anything. I haven't really heard any news about it, when the fight's happening, whereabouts is it happening. It's all a bit sort of gone under the radar. Yeah, so I know Ed Warren made an announcement that it's been agreed. So I think the purse details and, and dates are, are due to come out, especially with the location. Okay, okay. So David, it's a yeah. closure again. Um, just a quick one. Obviously now you've, you, you're you fully into the business side of things. Um, hey, Minecraft yeah. slash Ringstar. Um, do you mm. want to just tell our listeners how you got the chance to come about working with uh, Richard, uh, Richard Schaefer? And what we can expect yeah. from Haymaker Ringstar for the future? Yeah, I've, uh, I've, I've known Richard for many years. As I've worked with Golden Boy in the past um, for my uh, first heavyweight title fight. And um, always liked, liked what they did. Always had a good relationship with... Hi, David. Hello. Hello. We may have lost him here. Look, that's a driven through a tunnel. Oh, you see, this is what happens, guys. We'll see if he gets back to us. We'll, we'll, we'll stay on the line, but we're we're hoping he comes back with some answers. Um, unfortunately, that is the that is the Mister David Hay. Um, but it's been a, it's been really good talking to him for mm. the last sort of half an hour, forty minutes. Um, Very great exposure, I think, mm. for everybody listening. Hopefully, everybody that is listening in. Um, is going to get ready to buy the fight on on Sky Sports. Mm. I think it's going to be explosive. Yes, it is because it's it's an event. Let's remember that. that I've always it. said this about David years ago when um I remember we were at a wedding together and I said you got I said you've got the potential to be one of the world's biggest or certainly yeah. this country's biggest pay-per-view fighters yes. and and that's what that was what, was what has happened this yeah. is what yeah. just after he knocked out thomas bonin you know his mm. fights are now events yeah and it it's um it brings the same you know everybody says oh eddie Earn shows bring a cross-section of fans this guy's another level I david's reckon. shows were doing that years before yeah, eddie's I shows mean, and i think yeah, the difference know? is is that i think now there's better supporting cost mm-hmm. so even if you've got a big headline that because yeah. he was that or with harrison with Chisora, mm. I think the supporting cast in terms of the undercard, mm. you've got more variety. But even to in those from. days, he didn't need it. I got, remember, I was there. I was there yeah. when he knocked out Enzo Macronelli at the yes. O2. Didn't need a great undercard. You had a great main, main event. event. I mean, don't but get I think me that's wrong. a difference we'll get, with Matchroom, we'll and get, I think Hatemaker yeah. needs to go follow that. Yeah, we're getting bit, yeah. the bonus. Don't get we're getting the bonus now of yes. great undercards. Yes. Is, I mean, the thing is with uh, the, the, the David Hay as well. Like you know, I mean, the guy was out, came back, right, and done these two shows on on uh, on Dave, but mm. it was still like huge shows, you know. It was packed out. There's something like 1.2, 1.3 million people watching it. So, I mean, the thing is, this you know, he's, 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 he's this trendy guy. I think he appeals to you know the ultra casual fans, and that's why he's such big business for mm. for boxing. You know, he's yeah. come back after such a long time. 1.3 million people on terrestrial TV. Well, I was gonna say Dave. I mean, you're fair enough. It's Dave, and everyone will say Still, what it is. But it broke records you know in mean? terrestrial TV. So, like you said. 
and as David said People earlier, it puts him it. straight back into the homes mm. of of the of the general public, the mm. general man. Um, I mean, for me, it's really interesting just hearing what he's saying and just talking about how vicious is going to be. One of the questions I didn't get to ask him, but I'll ask you guys mm. what you think is that in boxing we've had various upsets. Yeah, the biggest one we could say is you could argue would have been Tyson Buster Douglas mm. for a whole host of reasons outside yeah. of the ring. Tyson were lost and it was a shock. Yeah. Is that having said that Mickey Duff had predicted to me, to yeah. my face, two years beforehand that Buster Douglas, should they ever fight and Buster Douglas gets himself in shape, yeah. he will no doubt beat Tyson. I think his mum died or something as well. His mum died yeah, as well. So I know he was riled yeah, up. Yeah, but my yeah, point but is it was still a style wise, he was all that style of big six foot five, good left jabber, mm-hmm. able to keep Tyson at a distance great right hand was always going to give Tyson trouble and I agree with you because I'm a big f- um, fan mm. of Holyfield and yeah. but Holyfield I always felt would always have the beating of Tyson mm. but what I would say was that for my mind at the end of the day there were other people with good left jabs yeah. tall strong mm. and still Tyson screwed them up so it's yeah. one thing you know people saying yeah there were reasons and I get that mm. with Mick Mickey Duff but I just think it should hey be a little bit more Complete, yeah, complete. People relax just it to not is. to know that listen, anything could happen, and if it goes wrong here, yeah. I'm gonna look like a well, he knows that, and that's yeah. why you got to remember historically, right? Any fight that David has called on, Ari mm. got well in broad in yeah. what looks to be personal, mm. Ari, him and Audley, yes, him and Enzo. When it's him called on, him and Derek Chisora, you can be sure that he's gonna put the work in in the gym and some, yeah, you know, and. I, I actually feel sorry for Tony in, in the sense that, you know, all right, he's got a great punch. He's got a puncher's chance, mm-hmm. you know, because two big men hitting each other. But he's caught this David Hay at the wrong time because this mm. David Hay actually likes boxing again. Yeah. And I've known David for many years and that is why I asked him that pertinent question. About once But I, I knew the answer already because I've spoke mm. to him over the last few months um, periodically and I've sensed a renewed energy about mm. him. You know, he's obviously... You know, he had, a, he had a great coach beforehand in Adam Booth and he believes he's got another great coach yeah. in, in Shane McGuigan and mm-hmm. uh, things are going on the up and up. But the number one thing is that he's enjoying his training. Is it is it worrying for Turner Bellew? I mean, I, I mean, I could see him getting seriously hurt. I mean, is it worrying? Do you think he can get really badly hurt? When, when you fight any hurt. big punch, it must have been yeah. like going in against Gerald McClellan going in against um, any Mike Tyson you know it is cool set at the back of your head you're going to be worried but at the other end side of the, my gosh has the promoter has the promoter been has the promoter been a bit irresponsible letting this fight happen Tony's gone to Tony's gone to Eddie I think I can beat him yeah you can have Eddie to said yeah. if you really oh, think yeah. you can do that I w- I'm happy to promote you you can you know it's you can only you know a promoter would be an idiot. There's not a promoter in the land in the world that wouldn't want to promote this fight. Of course. So I don't blame Eddie one little bit. I, you know, David, you know, David's going to win emphatically unless we've got this thing totally wrong, unless boxing just turns itself on its head once Which, again. And, um, but, been, I mean, there's been various times. Yeah, but the main thing, look at the benefits that we've got to get out of this mm. fight. We've got, I personally think, a more fired up hate than we yeah. have post comeback mm-hmm. we've got a hay in tremendous shape yep. post comeback mm. we've got a Tony Bellew mm. with nothing to lose yeah. 
yeah, who's just coming off an incredible um, WBC World Cruiserweight title win. And defence. And defence. Yeah. He has got nothing at all to lose. Yeah, and he doesn't well, lose his belt. Every, so for him, it's win-win. It's a win-win. It's and win-win. financially, yeah. it's fantastic for both yeah, of them. So for me, um, what I would say as well with the with, with the belly, I just hope that their game plan, and I know we're going to talk about it more next week because that's mm. the big preview, but I think the game plan is really important for them. You know, if he mm. tries to rush in there, you know, you were just saying, can he go to, can he hurt him? I think David Hay could really hurt Belly because oh, he's a yeah, big, but not vice versa. Not vice there. versa, yeah. I agree. Mm. And I was looking back at the Chisora fight specifically and how, because he's a big guy in terms of like the size, the actual mm. weight of him. And for me, I felt David's kind of toyed with him. Once mm. the fifth round came and David said, right, I'm knocking him out. Because David seems to do that well, when he levels, switches it on. It was levels. It was coming just before that. Even though Derek kept coming on. Yes. David, no, David, David was just outclassing him. Slipping, slipping said, yeah, on, the, just, on the ropes. He was just pivot. a good, good boxer who whacks yeah. against somebody that's just a decent heavyweight. Uh, but what was impressive yeah. for me again for Hayward getting that fight was that he took a couple of knocks from yeah. Chisora in the chin mm. and it didn't really trouble him. Mm. So I'm thinking if Chisora, a younger, fitter Chisora, is not putting down Hay mm. or stumbling, wobbling his legs, mm. what's Chisora, what's Belly really going to well, do? Exactly. Well, what I would Johnny. say to that, what I would say playing devil's advocate to yeah. that is that Tony, pound for pound, does whack sharper mm-hmm. than Derek. Derek's a so in terms of more De- body Derek's behind it. Derek's a plodder. Derek's, yeah, Derek's got no snap. Yeah. If Derek had snap he, on his... Listen, if Derek had snap on his shot, yeah. shots, Dillian White would have gone the rounds of yeah. the way that he was getting. He's got no snap on his shots. Whereas mm-hmm. Tony Is that his bad technique? Is that his so, bad technique, Gary? Yeah, yeah, his poor technique. You know, Don, you know, Don, God bless him, Don Charles has got the best out of Derek, you know, but you can only work with what you've got. And yeah. a fighter, a fighter's got to want to punch hard. Tony Bellew wanted to punch hard when he went pro. David Hay wanted to punch exceptionally hard mm. when he went pro. It was a mindset of theirs. It wasn't yeah. just about landing. Mm-hmm. It was about love, loving the effect of seeing someone hurt when yeah. they hit them. Yeah. Tony gets that buzz. David gets that, that buzz. And that is why this is a good fight yeah. on that score. Because that, Tony wants to see is, what happens no, no points. should he catch is David. This, is this London versus Liverpool? Ah, yeah, let's not get into that well, now. I, I, Only I, I, because I, I, we've got Derry Matthews on the undercard. So they're trying to build I, that. You know, yeah. there's a massive weigh-in. Oh, um, there's an open workout yeah. on Monday where only David Hay and O'Hara Davis are going up for it. So <laughs> they're definitely trying to build the tensions to be yeah. in London and Liverpool. So yeah, well, you know, I don't want it to be let's marketed call it like North that. I think that's what they're doing. No, no, no. That's what they're doing. I let's agree. call it North versus South. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> North versus South is um, probably better. You know, that's a good fight. That's a good fight. Oh, yeah, that's very Matthews good. So, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about that next week as mm. well. So, just quickly going back, and one of the things we didn't talk, because it clearly, guys, so if anyone's waiting for David Hay, we don't think he's going to be coming back now. So, it's back to regular normal mm. boxing. Um, last weekend, uh, myself and Anam, we went to the Mickey Elliott show. We covered that, we covered that bit. Oh, we covered that. Yeah, we yeah. spoke. The only thing that's yeah. left now is uh, Khan, uh, Khan Manny. Okay, good, good, good. So, as you can see, I popped out of the room. But, yeah, the guy's done a great job. So, Khan versus Pacquiao, guys. There was a tweet earlier this week. Mm-hmm. Um, Pacquiao said that my team are having negotiations with Khan's team. What do we think about that fight, guy? What do we think oh, about the announcement in the fight? I think it's a good fight. A lot of people criticising it, saying Khan doesn't deserve it, but... This is the economics of... What business. reasons would they give that Khan doesn't deserve it? Well, I mean, they can't... Look, people talk a lot of shit in it. They, they, mm. no, they forget that this guy was a two-weight world champion years before Brook. Mm. You know, because it's mm. just a whole love affair with Brook at the moment, isn't it? Okay. Yeah. 
yeah you now they forget the guy was a you know one of the you know the, this whole model of olympians coming through to the pro, pro you know pro race it, really this guy was one of the key pioneers you know um so yeah they don't really actually say it they just say he doesn't deserve the fight okay. you know but well, so gary what do you think about this fight one, it it's a tough one because how does he deserve the fight having been flattened by canelo it's just pure money, isn't it, mate? It's just well, that, that, that's so business, is that what it? you're saying? That's why he deserves the no, fight. No, no, I'm not saying. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that's the reason why the fight's come about. Mm, yeah, of course it is. Yeah. Of course it is. That's a, and you know, and as Don King said, you know, that's why fights get made when the money's right, and that's the only reason why the fight, justifiably, mm. from a financial perspective, is happening. You know. Um, I've got no doubt it's that better, better than Jeff Horn versus Manny Pacquiao. Come That's on. what I would definitely. You know what I'm saying? And definitely, definitely. It's the rankings that make it interesting because mm. Jeff Horn is ranked higher, obviously. I mean, Khan's mm. not even ranked in the WBO. Um, and Horn is obviously number two. So that's why the Pacquiao the I remember yeah. it. I think for me, Pacquiao Khan is a good fight. Mm. Um, I know you said, why does he deserve it from Canelo? Mm. I agree. There's, I can't make a case for it, but I think from a Styles perspective mm. and Khan's name and Pacquiao's name, I think Pacquiao. Fighting Khan is actually one of the better fights. I would like it's to see him fight if he's not going for Thurman, Garcia, um, Brooke. Clearly, mm-hmm. he's not going to fight him. Spence is not going to fight him. So, actually, who else at welterweight should he fight? If you said Khan, mm-hmm. I wouldn't throw my nose up at it. So, mm-hmm. I, I look forward to that fight if we get that. Have mm-hmm. you just like fuck Brooke then? But he has, isn't he? He's my dog, Brooke. <laughs> I think I think they time. played. I think they played a good Massively, game with Brooke. Yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah. And the reason yeah. why I say that it was you that lose to Brooke. There is no Pacquiao. Is you no lose Pacquiao. to Pacquiao, you can still get a Brook. There you go, Gary. So, and on top of yeah. that, you think from Isn't that Brooke's Spence perspective, Jr. Brooke, they, they've offered Brook what, 30% was mm. it? Or 20 or 30%, 30 percent, for the deal, 30%, yeah. saying that that would be bigger from what you, that was a bigger fee than you could earn from Spence. Mm. But That's they've actually, more. I think that now they're negotiating power, whether he wins or loses against mm. Pacquiao, I think he's going to be in a stronger negotiating position mm. because he's going to say, look, I've just done a world global event, mm. probably in Dubai. Yeah. With with Pacquiao, your name's not as big as mine. I have got people already approaching me saying, would you be interested in helping us start a gym just for this fight? Wow. That's how big this fight is in the in, in, um, Gary, in Gary, you're becoming one of these fast one of these celebrity consultants. Trainers, isn't God, it? bro, I don't want to talk yeah, to you like no I mean. more. I'm bigger than this now. There's going to come it's a time consultant. where like, we're going to be ringing Gary, like, Gary, get, call, Gary just bro, can't take my calls anymore. I'm Abu Dhabi, calls. boys. Yeah, man, yeah. That guy doesn't take my calls anymore. <laughs> but yeah, so for me, I think if this fight happens, mm. um, I think it's a good fight. I wouldn't criticise Carl for taking this fight over, but I just hope that they... can't knock him for his business. And it's a good name as well. I mean, Pacquiao is... No, no, don't get me wrong. Yeah. For me, as a boxing man, there's mm. better Pacquiao fights out there to yeah. be made. But this is a good fight. It's and a good, good story game. as well. There's yeah. a good story behind it as well. Mm. You know, the whole... Yeah. They were in the same gym, the so-called mm. sparring Roach. sessions yeah. that they used to have, you know, all that kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be a good battles. I'm trying to think, how many times is Roach and... Uh, that's, a, that's, that's a guru, that's an analyst question because mm. I'm thinking, how many times have Roach and Hunter p- pitched done battles with each other mm. with fighters? But mm. we'll go back to the uh, encyclopedia for that. Mm. Um, but I guess in the other boxing news this week, we obviously had the man come back in a return... Was it that, what, what belt was it for um, that Roy Jones fought for? Oh, why are you even mentioning Roy Jones <laughs> Jr.? Why I love we, the, I like to see the faces on just, both of your honestly, faces. I mean, I'm winding so, you up. It's so but, I mean, sad. He fought, it's, he fought a bare knuckle fight. He fought a bare knuckle fight. So Bobby sad. Dave or something. Very Bobby sad. Davro or Bobby something Gunn like that. Or, yeah. Did he knock him out? I think he knocked him out, right? The thing is, it doesn't yeah, matter. I mean, for me, the key thing, and we said this last week, I think Roy Jones is Roy Jones. Mm. So no matter what, if 
whatever he does now, um, whatever he does now is not really going to change his legacy mm. apart from making it worse. So he can go and win as many of these kind well, of belts. Getting, yeah. Oh, so what, oh, as his legacy as as and what he's achieved yeah. beforehand. No, yeah. I think it's just going to be along the Sugar Robinson era of thing where the Sugar Robinson thing where you know during up until like the mid fifties mm-hmm. he was boxing's most glamorous fighter. Yeah. By far and about, by far, he's probably his most exciting as well. Mm. Um, and then he started carrying on post the Gene because he he knocked out he sensationally knocked out Gene Former in nineteen fifty seven. Yep. Then he got beat by him in a return in the mm. third fight, mm. and then um, that was it. He was he was on the slide. Then the likes of Joey Archer and um, Joey Giardello they were beating mm. him. Guys, Paul Pender, yeah. Terry Downs. Guys that couldn't hold a candle to him. And bearing in mind, you got to remember, he's getting beat by these guys 20 years after turning pro. He turned mm. pro around about 1942. So that's what we're comparing it to. Now. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Well, you know? Ray Robinson yeah. getting beat by the Paul Penders or whatever. This is even worse now yeah. that, uh, that um, a Roy Jones Jr. could potentially still get beat mm. by a Bobby Gunn. He's only, mm. you know, because his punch resistance is gone. Mm. He's only ever one punch away from getting done himself now so it is it yeah. is very sad you know, you know, you know he's sad. Russian there as well now Roy Jones yeah yeah, yeah, let's see how long that it lasts. Tells you everything, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's see how long that lasts yeah. as well. He right? dedicated this fight to his know. Russian people. Yeah. So, guys, um, we're all going to be going home. It's a Saturday afternoon. It's the first mm. time I've seen these guys out of there in their civilian clothes. So, on a Saturday, we're going to go home and uh, watch the undercard of McDonald Vegas and watch that yeah. fight tonight. I think yeah. that should be good. Yeah, yeah, Don't yeah. forget to check out Wilder Washington. That's on Sky Sports 1, and that's for free. So, yeah. I think that's going to be a good fight to watch. I think we watch him. We're going to come back and talk to you about it next week, guys. Um, we're going to talk about the fact that um, Khan and hopefully Pacquiao is closer yep. to developing. Yep. We're going to um, talk about Garcia Thurman. We're going to be talking about the biggest unification world weight fight since Don Curry versus Milt McCrory. Oh, Fingers crossed as well. We might have uh, another very special guest as well. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Yeah, In yeah, regards yeah, to yeah. the fight, Thurman Garcia, Gary, what you look, you must be excited I'm, for that. I am it. I am salivating about yeah. it. I said two to three years ago that Keith Furman was going to be a big player in the workweight division. And I, one thing I love about Furman, mm. um, Danny's a lot more understated, but the thing I love about Furman is that two to three years ago, when he first came on the scene, he wanted to fight everybody. Yeah. It's a massive contradiction, though, you know that? In what way? In what way, yeah. Like, um, I was watching this documentary, it's called The Reveal. Mm. he's a chilled out you know he's a hippie yeah mm. yeah yeah he's, he's a totally chilled, chilled out hippie all mm. he does is talk about peace and love all day yeah right? but right? when he's in the ring but then yeah. but you see what I'm trying to say there's a yeah. massive contradiction yeah, but, but then he's an incredibly violent guy in the ring yes yeah? mm-hmm. and that's his but style a high, highly mm-hmm. intelligent guy but he's a nice guy so if you remember we met, nice him, we met him in Vegas um, yeah I'm a big fan of him I'm a fan of him I'm a fan of anyone that says I want to fight any man and he's chasing that I think even if you look at his CV you look at the is he's got he's fought, yeah. he's fought he's got good opponents I mean he's got better opponents than Brooks yeah. I had on his CV do you know what his background is I was quite surprised uh, when I found his program yeah he's better you know parentage. Par- parentage yeah I know he's mm. mixed race but is it he's Polish or something? Oh, Hungarian African American wow amazing yeah. amazing that's amazing. good to know yeah, so yeah, good to know. that's a that's a fact for the week guys for everyone that's listening um, Keith Thurman might, you might see him in Poland or, or Warsaw so, oh, you um, know what sorry guys I have to apologise you know what we're all new to this podcast like David wanted us to call back. He said, you didn't call back. I hope it all went well. So fans, he still wanted to come back and talk to us. We lost the connection, but 
you know, post-fight, definitely. We've had him on once. We'll have him on again. And, um, you know, and also as well, let's show some... Ju- I mean, David could talk Tony Bellew with his achievements out of this room, but let's not denigrate on what Tony Bellew oh, to this point has achieved in his career. Yeah. I remember when Tony was a little fat, well, not little, a hugely fat super heavyweight amateur. And if you'd have told me this Tony Tony mm. Bellew would be sharing the likes of Adonis Stevenson, mm-hmm. beating the, the top South African that a lot of people thought was going to knock him out, including me, mm. the guy has overachieved, fought in, front of, fought in front of his own Everton fans. He's already overachieved. Yeah. So, you know, Tony Bellew, big respect for taking on this huge challenge. It's a huge, I mean, huge and, challenge. And that's it. In terms of when you look at the history books and... You know, we've been saying last year, dare to be de- great, mm. dare to be great. He's definitely taken on a big yeah. challenge. From yeah. my personal perspective, I do like Belly. I think he's not mm. as... A lot of people hate him because of his big mouth. I don't mind when, sells, when he man. flares, when he when he, when he he opens up. Yeah. I think it's at the right time. He doesn't consistently go looking yeah. for it. Um, But I just think... You know why they hate him? You know why they hate him? Yep. The same reason why he... The same reason why every guy that's outspoken will be polarising. Mm. You'll have people that will just love him yeah. and people that will just, hate him. And I've been there in the past and I've read some of the tweets that David has laughingly showed me, mm. David A. And some of the vitriol mm. that people tweet towards him, you've got to wonder what goes through people's heads. But well, these guys, media, though, yeah. these guys are amazing. That's what they bring out in a person. Gary, mm. when have you, you know? ever seen, and ever have you seen, someone come and be nasty to a boxer in their face? No. Have you ever seen that? No, because they got no balls. They, they can could, do it on social media. You would media. never see that. And the nah. people that hate you on social they do, media... they get chinned. You yeah. don't even see their picture. Yeah, you know, the ones that will do it on social media, if mm. they're main face-to-face, they'll be like, oh, mate, how yeah. you doing? Do you know what well, I mean? Well, it's not yeah. even just that. A when they're on social media, <laughs> it's just a fake picture, a yeah. fake yeah. profile, and yeah. you really can say what you want because there's mm. no essential hide. comeback you can hide. So I think, you know, we do Unless definitely Unless Curtis Woodhouse comes around your ass and fight. That's, that's a story. Thing. But yeah, as, <laughs> Gar- Harry's, as Gary said, you know, the fight is next weekend. Hopefully post-fight we'll, we'll get some more time with David and we'll be looking forward to going to the press conferences and Wayne's this week so guys make sure you look out for that there's also the gloves are off which I'm sure David would have would have tried to sell on the show but um, yeah everybody get forward and look for that so Gary do you want to do your Twitter handle for this weekend Twitter handle Gary Logan 68 I'm on Gary Shogun 68 on Instagram and I'm just plain old Gary Logan personal training coach on um, Facebook yeah, as is at Raps on TV on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. So guys, do make sure you follow us for constant updates on the show. And make sure you subscribe on iTunes. That's Raps on TV. Search for Raps on TV. All of that, all of that, all of that. We'll be back next week. Apologies for the inconvenience of coming out on a Saturday. Or if you're going to listen to this on the podcast, you're going to get this a day later. But we hope you've enjoyed it. Some great exclusive from Mr. David Hay. Some great detail about what he's going to do to Tony Belly. So guys, enjoy your weekend and speak to you. We'll hear from you next week. Andrew Selby! Andrew Selby! (laughs) Andrew Selby. (laughs) 